everyone, welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week we read One Piece Volume 10 for reasons that the Writers Guild of America doesn't want me to tell you about. <laughs> and I decided to comply with the strike because I'm pro-union labor. Pro-labor union? I'm also very tired. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump. Kevin, what did you think of Shonen Jump this week? I really liked a bunch of the stuff at the top this week. But felt there was kind of a gulf between the like five or six things that I really liked and then everything else. I think I kind of agree, although I think even a lot of stuff that I usually like kind of let me down this week. Mm. I felt like there was a lot of unclear action in Shonen Jump this week. That is fair. Like it, even in like stuff like One Piece, which has that problem sometimes. But like I have, I had to read that chapter four times to know if Kizaru or Luffy was the one who got blown away by that attack gotcha and then i had no idea how luffy showed back up at the end Mm -hmm. or why he well i guess why he's a giant is probably not important but yeah that uh, that added to my confusion so that's my review of one piece this week (laughs) shall we get started with the brand new series kevin kagurubachi sure chapter one mission what did you think of this new series kevin i actually really like the this new series i thought it was really cool Something I noticed, and like I never got a definitive look at it, but I think the katana that he wields is broken. Like it only, it's like super short. It's definitely super short, and I also am not sure if it is broken or if it is just shortly forged. Yeah, I think it it might be shortly forged because we see that one shot when he like awakens it that like the water blade extends the rest of the way out so it makes me think that it was like purposely designed that way that he forges like a magic blade which is awesome in contrast to mama yu which we talked about last week being a one shot that we weren't sure how it was going to continue this series has almost the opposite problem in my opinion which is that it invites a lot of questions and sets up a lot of stuff but i don't feel like it tells any sort of story on its own no that is fair it definitely does not feel like a one shot that will then continue stuff. This feels like a, Hey, I'm getting a series. Here's the pilot episode. Yeah. And I usually want the first chapter of a manga stories to be a self-contained story. Mm. Even if it has a to be continued at the end or mm-hmm. a clear direction at the end, I want to feel like I have gone through a character's sort of arc. I got and you. this. I almost have no attachment because we do a time skip in the middle of it. And like everything after the time skip is really fuzzy. Which I think is intentional. I Mm -hmm. am interested in the setting. I'm interested in the ideas, like you said. The sword is cool, and the way it's set up earlier is cool. Yeah, I'm also interested in the character. You know, he got, you know, obviously his dad died somehow. He got a scar. He's now hunting down the sorcerers. See, and Uh, that's where we're different, is I'm not interested in the character at all. Because he just seems like such a generic, oh, my dad died. Especially since I know, Kevin, you are not familiar with Gundam Seed, the mm-hmm. reason this podcast exists. Mm-hmm. But there's a character in that named Izak who is like the like petty asshole guy. And his whole thing is the main character gives him a scar super early on and he refuses to have it removed with plastic surgery to remind him. And you know he has you know, done his full face turn at the end when he finally gets the scar removed and starts stops being such a... <laughs> you know, rah, teenager, angst boy about it. Gotcha. And so I couldn't just, I'm like, oh, you want me to sympathize? You want me to main character this guy, though? <laughs> and I like the aesthetic. The fight scenes are not bad, but they remind me about Chainsaw Man. And if you were going to take one thing from Chainsaw Man, that's not what I would recommend. Yeah. I think they're a little bit better than Chainsaw Man. I thought they were neat. 
I really liked when he actually starts summoning the goldfish, which I thought that was kind of cool too, was that clearly he's going to have three different like abilities with his sword because of the three different goldfish. I really like that too, but I feel like they give you no indication of what that means in this chapter, right? That is true. And I wish there was something. Like, even if it's just one of them, the one he uses, right now it's just a motif, right? Yeah. So while I agree with you, this is a lot of potential. I'm a lot more interested in this than I was in Mama Yu Yu last mm-hmm. week. I don't feel like this is a great first chapter. That's fair. I, I really enjoyed it, so I'm super excited for the new series. Speaking up, next we have Mama Yu Yu number two. Go Corey, uh, Corleo. What did you think of the second chapter of this one shot, Kevin? Eh, I'm actually not interested. Like, It feels like we're just going back over stuff we established in the first chapter, but without any of the story. Yeah. And then at the end, it's going to be like, oh, and then um, monsters are going to be invading your world. Okay, that's like I guess least that's the interesting uh, part of their whole setup. Yeah, I was so. like, okay, I guess, but like, I wanted to know more about being the hero and the demon lord, and that like doesn't matter. Eh, eh, I don't care. Next up, we have One Piece chapter 1092, Kuma the Tyrant's Holy Land Rampage. I already pretty much gave my review of this chapter of One Piece, Kevin. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think? Again, I, I really liked it. I kind of liked that it's sort of a bit hard to read Kazaru's fighting because he moves at the speed of light. So, I think that's kind of neat. I don't mind that, but like when two people land a blow on each other and I'm not sure which one got hit or what the result was, and then that is critical to the rest of the chapter. Gotcha. That's what bothers me. Okay. I, so I, I never really, I wasn't sure like, did he knock Luffy down? Did Luffy knock Kizaru up? And Kizaru is just like, Okay, well I'm going to take advantage of that. I kinda think it was like I thought it was like they both got knocked away, but Kizaru was just kind of like, All right, cool, bye. Yeah, like, I have no read on that. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, I read it like six or seven times. Mm-hmm. I liked Kuma's Rampage. I didn't mind that, but it did seem weirdly timed to me, just because we just had a whole bunch of, like, here's stuff that's going on everywhere else. Yeah. And while this is clearly tied to what's going on on the Pacifista Island, and I got it, I was kind of like, oh, are we cutting away again already? Yeah, that's fair. But I also just, I liked, you know, Luffy fighting Kizaru, and Kizaru showing that he's not super thrilled about what he's doing right now. You know, like, hey, Bonnie, don't do shit. I'm not here for you. Don't make me kill you or capture you or beat you, whatever. I don't want to kill any of my acquaintances that are not on the main mission objectives right now. Yeah, it's, so. I'm I'm here to kill Egghead or Vegapunk. It's like Egghead's the island. Yeah. I'm here to kill, I'm here to kill Vegapunk. Not thrilled about that either. Yep. But I would like to only kill one friend today, please. Next up, we've got Sakamoto Days, Days 135, Kamahate. Also, a, a chapter that begins with a flashback, and I'm like, oh, are we doing this again? <laughs> but again, this one is a much more contained flashback. Yeah. And it's it's basically just to establish this guy as a threat. And I really like this quirky sniper who's a shut-in. Yes. Who's in love with weather girls because weather is king to snipers, so weather girls are goddesses. Yes, that was very funny. And then their, their sniper showing up at the end to counter-sniper him and be in a sniper duel. It's yeah. also pretty fun. No, yeah, I thought it was very cool. Next up, we have Martial Master Awesome round 13, finisher. What did you think of MMA this week, Kevin? I thought it was really cool. I really liked, I think it's kind of neat that a wrestler chick is hanging out with Kazlo, the brother. So I thought that was cool to like tie her back into the story. And like I like the... Glasses girl is like wanted to go, but didn't want to go. But she's like, I want to watch this fight live. Like, you know, yes, I'm getting to watch it, but I'm so pissed I'm not there. 
and then just kind of that that feeling like that whole moment of he takes the dude down and then he's got that bit of like i, I want the rush of victory man yeah and i love that flying knee drawing. yeah i wonder if the writer slash artist of this is a fan of the wrestler brian danielson who is, of course, a wrestler and a WWE-style wrestler, so mm-hmm. a performance wrestler. But his style is all about locks and grapples, and his finisher in the WWE was a flying knee. <laughs> and so this could all be coincidence, but he's also, like, he's a, uh, I want to say underrated, but he's, like, the guy that people who are really into wrestling are like, oh, no, John Cena's not the guy. This is who should have been the guy. Gotcha. So I wonder if he was into that or not. It Maybe. could just be coincidence. It could be He's also a smaller or- guy, which... Mm-hmm. is also true of the main character whose name uh, you know uh, yep so and he, he looks kind of similar i i might be you know putting that on him but at you squint i think you can see it so i mean maybe maybe that's a a bit of like uh you know hey here's my here's my favorite wrestler let's have him yeah i i just wonder yeah there seems be to be cool. a lot of that in there um, well, yeah i really liked it i liked it too uh, next up, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 194, Shinzo's wedding ceremony, which I honestly didn't like as much. Fair. I feel like, oh, I'm being trapped in this wedding I don't want is the least interesting plot line they could have done with this cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm kind of exciting for like wedding vibes, and I was just complaining about how it's all the twins now, and so it's cool to shift away from them for a little bit. Yeah. Even if it seems a little awkward, but like I said, this is like the lamest possible version of this story, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it improves, but I was pretty disappointed in the setup. What did you think? I thought it was okay. I liked a bit of the cuteness of, you guys need to stay away. All right, so we're obviously ignoring that and crashing the wedding. I mean, technically they get invited, but... Yeah. We're uh, ignoring the part where he said, hey, don't actually come. Yeah. We're ex- invitation accepted. Yep. So I'm I'm interested to see how this is going. Next up, we have Blue Box number 117, A Big Step. Which I think is pretty easily the best thing in a week Shonen Jump this week. Mm. I really, I, I felt it was a little weird we skipped the tournament finals. But, yeah. But that just emphasizes this isn't really a sports manga. It's just sometimes a sports manga. Yeah. Well, I also feel, felt it had that level of, we saw the important match, and it was just one of those weird bracket things where the important match was not the tournament final. Yeah, and I'm fine with those. That's mm-hmm. a pretty common like tournament trope. Yeah. But, like, we see him win the match, and then we see the other guy who was making fun of her, like, well, I'm not going to lose to him. And then we just cut past that. Yeah. So I, that seemed a little strange to me. Yeah. But like you said, this isn't really a sports manga, even though it's got sports in it. Yeah. Even though, right, it's been a sports manga for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I actually, I really liked the uh, cover page with uh, Chie with a badminton outfit. Yeah, that was really cute. Yeah. I really like the ending. I like that Taki won. Yes. As weird as it sort of seems to say. And I like the match. I like the guy being like, oh, man, the guy who's better than me didn't even come to this tournament because it doesn't matter. So if I can't even win when it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's all. And then he loses. Yep. I thought it was really good. Last but not least, we have Akanabanashi Story 78, A Shallow Man. What did you think of Akanabanashi, Kevin? Again, thought this was fine. Like, getting to know a bit of this guy's deal is kind of cool. You know, he's going to be Akane's rival. And so seeing that he's the dude who puts up a front of effortless competency. There we go. That was the word I was like, I'm just good at everything I do without trying, but like he does try, you know, he, like we see at the end that he's like bookmarked and highlighted the book like crazy. Like he, oh, he was actually putting an effort. Just he likes making it look like everything is effortless to him. Yeah. I like the side character they introduced for maybe just this chapter to see him through that lens. This yeah. is 
like I said, I was complaining about the characterization of Akane's senpai before because mm-hmm. he doesn't feel like a character. But this rival is one I care about. Yeah, That's sort of for their positioning. Yeah, yeah. I guess three their positioning because I all, not including Akane. Mm-hmm. I really like all those characters, so I don't mind a chapter completely focused on him. No, yeah, I I like this too. So it was good. All right, that will take us into jump card then. Jump card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite, not just what we talk about every week. Only 18 this week, so what do you have at number 18, Kevin? That's where I have new ways. Same. Um, I don't even know what happened. There was a Bastine, Kevin. I guess. And then there was a there was a there's a sensei who was like, oh, I need to go beat up a guy. I and then he like went to beat up a guy. The thing who, that who really is the main character. True. The thing. So I understood those things. It was the beginning of the manga where I'm like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" They woke up and she cooked breakfast. No, but she had like, did she have a dream about something? Was it a flashback? Because it like it didn't start with them waking up. It started with some kind of sequence with her, I think, and then we cut to her waking up, and like then the day made sense. Well, well Kevin, I read day. this like four hours ago, and I don't remember what you're talking about. So <laughs> fair. What do you have at seventeen? Seventeen is where I put Cipher Academy. I just don't care. That's fair. I have Ice Head Gill at 17. I, that also totally fair. Because like, I also super don't care, and I also felt like the action was really muddy, mm. and I don't really feel like I understand what the stakes are either. Yeah. that's So, I have it at 16. I feel that same the same way about Nui's Cypher Academy and Ice Head Gill was, I, like, all three of those chapters, I went, what the fuck happened? Uh, Cypher Academy, maybe it's just because I care a little more. I felt like it had a lot more stuff going on than usual. And while it was a little confusing, I'll grant you, it wasn't nearly as bad as I feel those two or That's some other fair. stuff that I even put higher. That's fair. I, I remember now there was Cypher Academy at one point, girl took off her mask, maybe, and they were like, it's, you know, like, it's a two-page splash reveal. I'm like, I think she just got a haircut. I was also very confused I was like, about who, that. Is, Cypher Academy she... would have ranked higher for me if that panel wasn't in there, because everything else made perfect sense to me. But I'll grant you what you're talking about right now. I was also like, wait, huh? I was like, was that the I... girl he was talking to? Because her hair is different. Yeah, I think she got a haircut, Kevin. Yeah, but how could she get a haircut in between talking to him and then unmasking? Like that's it's, it's anime, Kevin. <laughs> that's why I was so fucking confused. I'm like, who is this? We don't come back to it. Like, did we just cut to, hey, I wanted to put this sexy drawing of a lady in, so here she is in another hallway? I got me and Roka at 16. Okay. I liked the to-be-continued joke super early on. That was kind of all it had going for it. Yeah, I got done with it very fast. It's my number 15. Because while I... Did not particularly appreciate the chapter. I at least was able to follow it. <laughs> I put Mission Yuzakura family at 15. Okay. Uh, like I said, I just really don't like the direction. That's fair. What do you have at 14? That's why I have do retry. That's I, super fair. Yeah. I, I feel like it it went on an extra chapter for no reason. Well, and I feel like that's probably editorial. I don't know. This feels like very, I don't want to say self-congratulatory. Because I don't think this guy's like, yeah, I went 17 chapters and jump. I'm the greatest. I assume that's not mm-hmm. 
is feeling right now. But this is very much like, hey, stories matter. And I like that. That's what I want in them. But it seems weird. That said, it's very similar to Demon Slayer's ending. And I think it works way better than I like that last chapter of Demon Slayer, personally. That's fair. I have Mama Yu Yu at 14. Okay. Boy, do I not care. And boy, did I not think really anything happened. What do you got at 13? Well, that's where I have Mama Yu Yu. Uh, whatever. Uh, that's where I put Cypher Academy. Okay. Because I could follow everything but that uh, like that two-page splash, which mm-hmm. seems like it should be important. But mm-hmm. What do you got at 12? 12 is where I put Kill Blue. Kill Blue, I think, had some interesting elements in it. I kind of liked the battle of, oh, well, if I can't harm you directly, I'm going to fire up into the air, hit this uh, cart, which is going to cause an explosion, and you're going to be blown into my fist and knocked out. I thought that was kind of neat, but then, like, some of the rest of the chapter was just like, I don't give a crap, and it just doesn't seem to fit well. Yeah. I have My Hero Academia at 12. Okay, this is fair. Yeah, and I wonder if you have it quite high. Sort of. Because that reveal at the end should fucking rule so much I tear off my shirt, and it's so hard to follow that I don't. Yeah, that's totally fair. I followed it a bit better, so it went higher, but I definitely had the... Man, if I was just rating that reveal at the end, like how fucking excited I am that Stain and... All Might are going to be teaming up to defeat yeah, like, All for it, One. If we, if All Might had just had a, like, I just have to make you bleed to stop you, and he made it seem like he it was just a, like, I, I just, that's all I need to get out of this. Yeah. Uh, but then the reveal was like, oh yeah, Stain's right there. Uh, so I was being literal, you're done. Yeah. Uh, that would have been great. Yeah. But I, it, I, uh, I was still very excited about but, but, it. But like, Stain's tongue is drawn in such a way that I had to like zoom in and physically move my head close to the monitor to be like, okay, that is what's happening. Oh, I got that immediately. That it's uh, it's him licking uh, yeah, well, one of like the bricks or something that got some yeah, blood on it. But I get you should have telegraphed that getting blood on it before. Yes, no, and... uh, you're 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 totally right. It is not done perfectly well, but I'm still so excited about it that it went way higher for me. Uh, and like this might be me. I. All, all of Isle Might's like gizmos are based on the a, the class A students. Yeah, did you get that before because yes, I just I got it. Okay, so that's me being slow. He at one point in one of the earlier chapters, he literally calls it out that like, oh, you're just being a a, a fanboy of your students because it, like he uses the naval laser the chapter beforehand, and like all of his things were, which is why I, uh, I didn't understand the Red Rush shield. Which I guess is supposed to be Red Riot's Unbreakable. Yeah, that, just, that must be what it is. Yeah, I was just very confused what fucking happened with that. But I think that's kind of neat that he like designed all of these systems based off of the Class A students. I don't know how you make Creates powers with technology. Did she? Does he just have a three D printer in there? <laughs> I think what it was like he essentially made it so that the suit was semi customizable, so he was able to like do something with the Creates power. Like the three D printer would have been funnier, but. I think that's what that's what it was. And also, the start of this chapter should be at the end of the last chapter. Was it? What is it doing here? Yes. <laughs> what do you have to, at number 11 after that very long discussion of My Hair Academia? I beat you, no safe family at 11. That's fair. I have it higher, but boy, could it have got it any spot on this list, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's got an interesting hook with the T. Yeah, and the recurring thing, and it's very like drinking the Kool-Aid, and I feel like it almost ties back into when his mom was drugging him earlier, yeah. but then at the end, she's also unconscious. So. Yeah, so now n- I'm. it's got me interested. I'm like, what? what is up with the tea? Because I love, did I get sweet tea? And then like just doing that like three times during the thing, and then at the end, you have the dad holding the bottle of sweet tea. I'm like, okay, this is like, you have intrigued me, sir. I have Kill Blue at 11. Okay. What do you got at number 10? That's where I put Undead and Unluck. 
all right, cool. You know, Rip's going to fight sickness. Okay. I got one piece at number 10. Okay. Like I said, I found the action really confusing to follow, and that's all the chapter is. So Fair. What do you have at nine? Nine is where I put Witch Watch. I liked all this. I, I like the setup of they're going to use the blood plant to try and do it. Him using some of the abilities, like him showing off some of the abilities that he learned from the Ogre Masters, including an ability he learned from the guy's dad, which is neat. Yeah, and I like the idea that, that him taunting him about it may have backfired. Yeah. Although we don't know that for sure yet. Mm-hmm. I actually have that quite a bit higher. I got Undead and Luckier. Okay. Pretty standard shot and stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you got at eight? Eight is where I put Mission Yozakura. I liked some of the cute bits in this, and I'm excited to see the Yozakura go crash a wedding. I know they're invited to it, but they're going to go crash a wedding. Eight's where I have do retry. Okay. I don't really have much to add to what we said about it earlier, mm-hmm. other than like like we said last week, that was the last chapter. So I feel like this is the only sort of chapter you can really do yeah. without it feeling weird and fake. And e- even then, it kind of does, right? But like yeah. I said, Demon Slayer did this too, and I didn't like it then either, but I feel like this ties into the themes better. It does tie into the themes better. Uh, Demon Slayer just seemed to be, it was more like uh, I wanted to show, you know, how these kids are living later. Like, not not for no reason, but I don't know. This felt just a little... Look, there are, how many chapters of Demon Slayer are there? One of them is bad. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, what, what do you got at number seven? That's where I put my hero. Again, super excited that Stain is going to be fighting, or Stain and All Might are, good, are teaming up to fight all for one. Like, that's very cool. Yeah, that, that that's like I said, I should be so excited by that I ripped my shirt off, Kevin. And I was just like, I, oh. I okay. know. I, I get it. I, I got uh, each and say family here. Okay. I, I'm intrigued. I didn't think it was a great week for Shannon Jump, so. That's fair. Here we are. What do you have at six? That's where I have a kind of banishing. I like this little side story of this rival character, so it was good. That's where I have Kagurabachi. Okay. Like I said, I think I'm more excited by this first chapter for sure. Mm-hmm. I think there are lots of things we could fill in. I like the setting, but I don't think it's much of a story. Fair. What do you got at five? Five is where I put Sakamoto Days. Same, actually. It's really good. Uh, you know, so like I said, like my top six, this was the this was the break point of like, I really enjoyed this stuff. What do you have at four? Four is where I put Martial Master Asami. That flying knee is great. You know, I, I like all the characters watching his thing and I kind of like his, dude, I like fighting. <laughs> I have Witch Watch it for. Okay. I think the action's drawn really well. Mm-hmm. I think all of the techniques coming together works pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think the plan is really shown in, and I like the angle at the end. Like, I literally like the angle it's drawn from, and yeah. it's an angle joke. Yeah. I think that all works really well. Fair. What do you have at three? Three is where I put One Piece. I I really liked One Piece this week. I, you know, I, I liked the Kuma stuff. I liked Luffy battling Kizaru. I like that the whole battle, he's only in gear four, and kind of gets beaten, and then goes gear five to fight him. At the end, like, I'm just excited to see more Gear 5 Luffy doing silly nonsense. I mean, I'll drink to that. Um, <laughs> I got Martial Master Asami at three, mostly okay. in the strength of that flying knee. Fair. What do you got at number two? That's where I put Kagurabachi. I'm just super intrigued about all of this. Like, the the magic sword thing is cool. The fact that, like, he apparently, like, tied the goldfish into spirits into his weapon is really intriguing to me we haven't even really talked about the modern fantasy element right of yeah how, like katanas are the main weapon but it's clearly a modern setting it's and a, there are sorcerers it's a semi-modern setting because i don't think there's I mean, there's a train right there's a train yeah there's no a train it, and there are yakuza dudes in suits yeah but it's it feels like early industrial revolution maybe where like because sorcerers exist guns don't it feels more modern than that to me but maybe. i get what you're saying but we don't know yet 
Yeah. Uh, also, I'm talking. His dress, like he's dressed from Neo, like Neo from the Matrix. Yes, right? that's fair. It, you know, it could be closer to like early 1900s. It could also be Naruto, where like, oh, we got refrigerators and laptops, but not like TV or the internet. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's one of those things. I've always kind of liked systems that point out the fact that uh, magic tends to stifle a technological growth of a civilization. I don't mind that, but and like it makes sense from a certain point to a certain degree, but I think it's a tired trope. That's fair. I, this just seems like I just wanted to draw people using swords. So yeah. like people here use swords and don't use guns because magic exists, which yeah, like makes sense. There doesn't have to be a reason for it, but it yeah. makes the setting intriguing. Mm-hmm. So like that's a lot of its strength, I feel like. Yeah. I have a Kanabana sheet too. Okay. What do you have in number one? It's Blue Box. Uh, yep. <laughs> You're like we said, like we spoiled earlier, it's easily the best thing in here this yeah. week. No, Blue Box is very good this week. Speaking of the best thing this week, we read volume 10 of One Piece this week, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. So I think I said this when we read Volume 9, but is Volume 10 the best volume of One Piece, Kevin? It Bits of Volume 9, like, I kind of want... You definitely need bo- the setup of Volume 9, right? Or this yes. doesn't... This is all payoff, so it doesn't really work. Yeah. But no, this is great. I mean, this has got the, the You Made My Navigator cry, of mm-hmm. course, but like the even better moment where he's like, yeah, I can't use swords or navigate yeah. or lie or cook. And Arlen's like, oh, what can he do? Beat you. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I like that whole sequence of, uh, I can't lie in Usopp. Hey! <laughs> but also, you have the Usopp fight in here that's incredible. The Zoro fight is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sanji's first real fight, which is also pretty good. Yeah. And then the, the like incredible bit where Arlong realizes how beat the shit Zoro was before any of this even started. Yeah. And then Zoro has the line of, oh, I should have stayed lying down, not opened the wounds. And Harlong's like, yeah, you know, yeah, that would have been smart. He's like, no, nah, I was talking about your octopus friend. <laughs> Poor Hachi. Yeah. He'll show up later. He will. Yeah. I don't know that I have much to say about it, though, because it's mostly fights and they're all really good. Yeah. They're all real segmented to chapters. I think the like Gokuing of Luffy of getting him out of the way is really clever. Yeah. As it usually is, but this is one of the first times and one of the best times. Where I like throws him in a rock underwater. Well, because Luffy kind of does it to himself. Yeah. Because he, you know, he plants his feet so that he can spin the Mumu. Is he a sea king? I don't remember. Uh, they call him a sea cow. That's right. He's not quite a sea king, but he he spins the giant fish around. So he plants his. He like literally shoves his feet into the ground so that he can you know do it. And is like, hey guys, problem. I can't move. I actually really like the moment where they're all trying to like figure out stuff to do, and I think it's Sanji saying something. He's like, "All right, you got it." Ah, oh, shit, I let go. And like <laughs> Luffy, like headbutts. I think it's Hachi. No, it's not Hachi. It's the guy who ends up fighting Usopp, whose name I can never remember. Even though that's oh my yeah, that's right. Fight in this arc. You're right. Uh, he he like runs into that guy and then like rubber bands back. He's like, "Hmm, still here." <laughs> of course, the guy gets mad at Usopp about it. Yeah. And, like, the bit with the civilians, like, giving him CPR and stretching out his neck, that's all super good stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. I liked all of that. I like Johnny and, I forget the other guy's name, holding the rest of the civilians back at the gate, even though they're beat to shit. 
because they're like, you'll just make it worse. Yeah. And the bit where Zoro's like, hey, I need your swords. I need to do three swords for a minute. Yep. Yeah. I also kind of like the, um, my swords are weightier than yours. And Hachi being like, my swords weigh a lot more than yours. But this is like, again, kind of the, you know, first inklings of hockey. I mean, he, like, he's had it in here forever, but that's kind of a, a thing with Zoro, like, sort of understanding how to use it. Yeah. You know, sure, your swords might weigh more, but mine are weightier. Yeah, I, I know three. I, I got th- actual sword styles by a samurai. Yeah. Well, a samurai son, but semantics. Well, I mean, and Hachi's, like, still actually a good swordsman. It It's one of those things that, because, like, he calls out, I'm the second best swordsman in Fishman Island. And I'm like, that is kind of true. Yeah, but I think the best one is Arlong. And I would not consider Arlong a great swordsman. No, it's the it's that one octopus, that other octopus guy that Brooke fights, I'm assuming. Oh, wait, hmm, I thought he meant on the, he was on talking about the current island. Maybe he doesn't I, mean of I all thought the he fishmen. Ma- I thought he said Fishman Island. Not necessarily right. all fishmen. Because, yeah, Arlong doesn't use swords. Surely Jimbe's got a swordfish guy on that ship that's... Yeah, but he probably has a swordfish guy who fights with his nose, <laughs> not with an actual sword. And, and Arlong does pull out a sword later. Yeah. Which is why I thought always thought he meant Arlong. But maybe you're right. I, I Again, I would class like not classify Arlong as a swordsman, even though he does pull out a sword. Uh, it, that's how I read it. But it's just it's one of those things. I mean... J- Odai was definitely thinking about Fishman Island at this point. Yeah. As we pointed out a few uh, issues ago, or volumes ago, rather, where Jim Bay gets name dropped. Yeah. And eventually he'll show up. Also, there's the Halepimo and Kobe chapters. Yeah. The cover story mm-hmm. of them going through Marine Basic. And that's kind of all that happens. Yeah. Luffy starts fighting Arlong, but we don't really, most of that is next volume. Yeah. We do get him breaking the teeth, though, which is cool. Although Arlong, again, making the shark knuckles. Is a very neat thing. I've always liked, you know, how a lot of people fight Luffy because I, I kind of like the fact that, you know, for the most part, Luffy's like, yeah, I'm, I made a rubber hit, hitting me with blunt objects. Not not a good plan. So Arlong's like, OK, how about I bite you to death? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Eventually, everyone just gets hockey and they can blunt object him to death just fine. Yeah. Until <laughs> until he gets until he gets hockey and can then resist it and then it just turns into a regular fight. Yeah, look, the kind of fight's pretty okay. Yep, no, it's very good. Uh, it just reminds me of the Anel fight where Anel initially used to fight with a staff and he's like, oh, okay, and turns it into a spear and Luffy's like, ah, shit, <laughs> <laughs> or a trident, I guess. I love the Anel fight just for Anel to be like, no, no, I I zap you and you die. <laughs> Why isn't this working? <laughs> Yeah, I do love that that look he gives when he's like, Luffy just looks around like, was, was some things supposed to happen? Anything else you want to say about this volume of One Piece? Nope. It's sort of peak. Like, yeah, it's I, very I th- good. I think Alabasta is a little bit better than this, but this is some of yeah, the yeah. best One Piece there ever was. You know, controversial take, One Piece is good. Mm-hmm. Do you want to add anyone to personality power level? I believe we have all the Straw Hats on here. All the Straw Hats we've met, yes. yes. And Buggy and Mihawk. I forgot we put Mihawk on here. I think we put him on there during the Mihawk-Zoro fight. I so. mean, that makes sense. I just had forgotten we did <laughs> yes. that. No, not really, because, like, Jinbei has been name-dropped, but, like, Arlong vanishes. So, like, I like this, but that'd actually be kind of cool, Arlong, like, show back up. Oh, uh, that could happen. He's not, like, on my short list of guys I want to see again before no. One Piece is over. No, but... he's not He's not one of the dudes, like, it would be a, ah, oh, sweet. Uh, you know, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Arlong showed back up. Not like, fuck yeah, I've been waiting for this. 
It's not like Crocodile, like, oh man, I hope Crocodile does a thing before. Yeah. This is over. Well, to be fair, he he sort of is no, still cut. He, he's positioned to, to yes. do a thing. Him, Mihawk, and Buggy are definitely going to do a thing. There's no way they can't. Yes, but that doesn't mean Crocodile will do a thing. You That's know fair. what I mean? Yeah, that is fair. Although, like I said, I like my odds. I, don't, I, yeah. I think I'm betting pretty safe there. But. <laughs> I think you're betting pretty safe there, too. <laughs> All right, then. That'll do it this week. Next week, we're going to read volume 29 of Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Is there anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Stop.